Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another episode of The Public Affair. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in. Um, I'm really, really excited to be having my next guest onto the show. It's somebody that I've been um, in his DMs for quite a while about, and you know, the timing just had to be right, just like with all the other episodes, and we finally made this happen in 2024, to start 2024 off, so I'm really, really excited about that. Now, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to thank you guys again so much for all the love and support that you guys continue to show The Public Affair, even, even in my time off. I was so happy that everybody was still messaging me. They didn't forget about me even though I took a whole month off. <laughs> And then, of course, to, all, <laughs> to Rogue Media Network for everything you guys do for me and being patient in my time off. I truly appreciate it. We got Mike Hamilton producing this episode. Now, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just some of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. You're going to watch this. is live. You ready? <clears throat> this episode is brought to us by David Santabang. He's one of the new real estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office. He's going to help you buy a home or sell your property. Listen, make sure you, new year, new home, new you, all right? Make sure you get with the best to get into a brand new house. Work with David Santabang. You don't know what you're doing. He's gonna get you. He's gonna take you from step by step and make sure you know exactly what's going on in every step of the process. To David Santabanos, oh, you see, habla español también. To David Santabanos, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the Public Affair. Of course, to Armstrong's Bayou Cafe with Anika Armstrong serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pastas, seafood, and more. Listen, you guys already know that all the pastas are absolutely my favorite. Of course, being the crabby seafood pasta. But listen, I recommend every single thing. The potatoes are good. Everything is so delicious. You guys can find her at Union Hall and Waco and at Union Grove in Woodway. Follow at Armstrong's Bayou Cafe Corporation on social media. To my girl, Anika Armstrong, keep doing your thing, girl. Keep your head up, and I love you so much. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Manny Guerrero at Blue Star RV Services, a mobile RV tech who can fix all RVs, travel trailers, fit wheels, toy haulers, uh, food trucks, and so much more. His team is absolutely professional. They'll come to you so you don't got to haul it nowhere, and they'll get the job done in the first try. They're really, really reputable. They deal with the warranty companies as well, in case you're still under warranty. Pay them their small service fee, and they got you. Follow on Facebook call the number on the screen to Manny Guerrero at Blue Star RV Services. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Joseph Blancas with JB Auto Detailing, who provides mobile detailing for all of Waco and the surrounding area, promising 100% satisfaction guaranteed, leaving your vehicle looking brand spanking new and absolutely fresh. Pricing as such is at jbautodetailing.net. He has a number of different packages because sometimes those jobs can be a little bit expensive, but with the number of packages that he has, it can become affordable and you're still getting the best quality ever, right? Or listen, just call the number on the screen tell him that I sent you, right? To JB Auto Detailing, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Tamboras 
Paso Estilo Rancho with Carlos Salazar. I love saying that. It just rolls off the tongue, providing live music for any event, birthday parties, quinces, weddings, divorce parties, whatever you got going on, they're going to come over there and make it super duper live. Get the party started with the best group in the area. Sure to get everybody off their feet and enjoy all the festivities. Call the number on the screen to book. Follow on Facebook at Tamborazo Estilo Rancho LLC to Carlos Salazar. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, the Waco Bolt Supply Company, your new go-to source for nuts, bolts, and all industry supplies, offering a wide selection of high-end products. Oh, yes, we're competitive pricing. That's right. Perfect for all my friends. I have a lot of friends on social media that sponsor this show that are all handymen and construction, whatever. These people have exactly what you need to get the job done. Follow on Facebook at Waco Bolt and Supply Company. Call the number on the screen to order. Y se habla español también to Waco Bolt and Supply Company. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Whew, that takes a lot out of me. That takes a lot out of me. You sound like an auctioneer. Should I be an auctioneer? Is that like my next calling in life? <laughs> um, I, if you want. Yeah, no, want. I'm going to go for it. <laughs> well, listen, you guys, I have a, a man here who I believe um, is really a, a staple in his community, I would say. Uh, somebody that I've been following for a really long time, I've actually been really good friends with his sister for many, many, many years. Um, and, you know, he has a story, I feel like, of of inspiration and just moving forward and staying strong. And I really am so grateful that he came on to the public affair. Um, I'm, you know, regardless of what he's going through right now, which we are going to talk about. And, you know, he was more than willing to share it with us. Um, I am just elated. He is a Spanish teacher at Riker, as well as a girl soccer coach. You know, we're going to get to the soccer, right? Because yeah. soccer, for some reason, has become part of my life, too. <laughs> so, and, um, yeah. and he's currently going through something that we will get into here shortly. But I'm very, very, very happy to welcome Octaviano Estrada Jr., or as a lot of people call him, Baby. And yes, he said sir. I can call him Baby on the public affair. Yes, he did. Before everybody starts thinking it's gay. Okay. <laughs> it's not gay at all. It's not gay at all. It's not, it's not gay if you're friends. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you so much. But listen, thank you so much again for coming. I really yeah, no appreciate problem. Thank it. You. Yeah. Thank you for having me. How do you feel about being here, number one? I mean, I know that we talked about it for quite a while. Um, I feel good. It's I'm I'm comfortable with it. I've yeah. been in, in television before, so it's mm -hmm. just you know, it's like another day at the office. Do you miss TV? Do you miss that? Um that? I don't miss working <laughs> six, seven days a week. Right. I don't miss working holidays. Yeah. Uh, the money's good. The right. the benefits were very, very good. But mm -hmm. I mean, like there's sometimes like money can't buy happiness. Not everything. Yes. There's a lot that goes behind the scenes in showbiz. For sure. Yeah. They just see us on camera. Like yeah. everybody thinks I'm rich. When did I become rich? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, you got three awards. You're the number one show in Waco and you must have it all together. Excuse me. No. You're, you're rich in happiness. Yeah. And happiness, I will yeah. say. Yeah. No, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Like there's, there's a a lot of cuts, pans, like, yeah. hey, time, you're on the time limit, time crunch, and yeah. you got to call a call a shot, okay, pan this way, right, pan right. that way, pan to the tight, to the wide. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. Last yeah. minute, yeah. There's, there's for sure, yeah. But no, listen, again, I really appreciate you coming in. Um, yeah, thank you, you for having me. Yeah, no, you know, I want to tell the story. I told you I was going to tell you the story. But um, when we first met you guys um, mm -hmm. in your house in South Waco, I, yeah. I, um, I, I went to go see your sister and mm -hmm. somebody else, and that the, they... I thought I was picking your sister and the other person up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was just the other person. Yeah. And I walk up to baby's house and baby walks out of the house like he's going to fight me. Which uh, you should because I was a stranger. Yeah. I thought you knew I was coming. Um, Did nobody say that I was on my way? There was, <laughs> there was, there was not a mention of, a, <laughs> of an extra guest. I'm, no. like, I'm just like walking up and you're like, yeah. And I was like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> but then the, ga the gag is too, because it was on Christmas. It was on Christmas. It was yes. on Christmas. And yeah. so when I picked the person up to go mm -hmm. back to their house, your house was way more fun. Yeah. And the whole time yeah. I was like, we should have stood at baby's house because he had booze. He had food that was ready yes. to eat. Yes. <laughs> no shade to the other house. I'm, I'm just uh, saying like. 
hey, I'm punctual. What can I say? Yeah, Damn. no, it was. I wanted people to have a good time. It was, it was on point. I was like, I should have went back to that guy baby's house. Yeah, and well, so I would love to come back to your house. Um, for, um, you know, in different circumstances. Okay. <laughs> if that's okay. Sure, it's man. a party. It's a party. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> You're the one who had the cool party. Anyway, let's. <laughs> uh, for, for baby Jesus, man. Yeah. I didn't say I was going to go over there and do anything inappropriate. I said I was going right. to go over there and we were going to enjoy Christmas. All right. You had tamales and rice and stuff like that. Like, I did. I had tamales, yes, beans. I had. And uh, you had Coquito, too. I had Coquito. Yeah. I was like, yeah. when did baby become Puerto Rican? I mean, <laughs> yeah, tu sabe. Oh, there we go. No, I had a, no, one of my students, uh, they're Puerto Rican. And she, oh, I see. Uh, her mom made a bunch of coquitos, so she oh, gave yeah. me some. Okay. Yeah. It's Isn't very, it very appropriate, right? Yeah, for, for a, sure. A student to give a, an yeah. adult some alcohol. Yeah. Well, I, was, uh, shoo, shoo. I said I was going to be nice. Okay. So. <laughs> show, man. I have to be nice. Yes. Okay. So, you know what? No. Can we talk a little bit about, so for anybody that, um, is wondering, you know, mm -hmm. who you are, which I think a lot of people in town know who you are. Um, can you just introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit about your life growing up? Um, my name is Octaviano Strada Jr. Um, I go by baby. I've been called baby since, I mean, I was a baby. That's a, it's a, it's a name my mom gave me. Oh, okay. Um, at that point in time, I was the youngest in my family. Oh, I see. And, you know, Spanish parents, they don't, their English is very choppy. Yeah. They're not using proper verbs or proper, uh, pronouns and stuff like that yeah, so for sure. all she could say was baby 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 so that name just stuck and like the ashanti song like the ashanti song yeah like the, the <laughs> baby, tlc baby, song baby, baby, baby. the yeah. little bow wow song yeah, there you go. yeah of course. <laughs> i bet you got that a lot growing up um yeah. i was embarrassed of it Were you for really? a long time yeah i didn't yeah. want to be called baby and then like after a while it just stuck it and just stuck. Okay. it was like my nieces my nephews they all call me Theo baby yeah yeah and uh those that are close to me they like it's it's weird uh-huh in a non-professional setting for people to call me Octaviano. Okay. Because um, I just was never used to it. That's my dad's name. Right, right. Also, so. But Baby was just a, a more common one, and that's what I use. And, yeah. like, my students have found out slowly that that's what they call me, so. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't want to be on the show just calling you Baby. And then no, all the guys like, yo, why are you calling that guy Baby? <laughs> because that's his name. <laughs> yeah, that's that's typically what I go by. Yes. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's Baby. And that's just, I mean, it just became a norm for me. And yes. Like when I introduce myself, a lot of times if it's not in a professional setting, sure, they'll be sure. like, "Hey, how you doing? My name's Baby." I got you. So you're yeah. younger than Angel. Yeah, she's my older. And sister. Shout out to Angel Tremia, who I yes, love. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's my she's sister. Very love good her. friend. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, what was like? What was like life in your household growing? I mean, because you guys are from South Waco. Correct? Yeah. So we're from South Waco. Yeah. We, uh, our neighbors were South Terrace. So growing up, you know, mm. I had a lot of black friends, and that black culture sort of. Yeah. Um really was a big influence okay now now you see like worldwide right now yes. you see black culture just everywhere and for when, sure. when i was young like that's just all we knew you know we were um we're just influenced a lot in the household we spoke a lot of spanish yeah. you know my parents were from mexico so it was seven of us actually believe Beesh. it or not in a two-bedroom house oh my goodness yeah were tensions high at the time uh no man we were kids yeah. we were we were we didn't know any better you oh, know okay. we didn't we didn't know that we were living you know we we're poor so to speak sure, you know we had sure. Um, we always had food. We always had clothes on our back. And, you know, we didn't know the struggle. We didn't understand it because we were young. We're, right, right. you know, I'm four or five years old. And yeah. And you just you just don't see it. You don't until you grow older. Then you look back on it. Then you yeah. appreciate those small moments. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, for, for sure. And I mean, it, it was I, I loved it. Like all my friends, I'm still friends with all the yeah. friends I grew up with. Um, oh, some of them are no longer here. You know, okay. rest in peace to them. But. It, it, I loved it. Like, I wouldn't change anything about it. I don't want to leave my neighborhood. I don't right, want right. to leave my people. I'm not, I, I've never been one of those type type of persons or people that says, you know what, let me, let me get some money and leave. Okay, got you. No, I always wanted to you just. just like your South Waco. I, I wanted to help my people. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. You're very involved in the community and you are like you aspire to be very involved in the yeah. community. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah, I did. So when I moved from that South Waco, when mm-hmm. I bought my house out at now, which is on the other side of 35, I, yeah. me, me and... um. Is that the house where you almost beat me up? That's yeah, that's yeah, okay. that's the house, house almost, almost beat me up. Okay. That's the house I almost shot you at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm, close, Andrew. This I'm not close. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I was scared. I was <laughs> like, yo, did nobody fucking tell him that I'm on my way? Like, <laughs> and then I was still working on my house. Like the construction's going it was, on. So. It was a little rough around the edges. Yeah, yes, you could tell. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, I, I gutted it. Like I gutted yeah, it. Completely. But you know, and then you didn't shoot me. But then you were very welcoming. So just to you know provide more yeah, context to the listeners and the viewers, he did. He was very welcoming after he found out who. Yeah, I'll eat tamales, coquitos, stuff like that. Yes. And the whole time I wish I was back there but anyway <laughs> so I, I so we so me and a, a couple of gentlemen uh yeah. armando arvizu who if you don't know who he is his dad actually sued the school district for um mm. to desegregate uh, oh, okay the, the schools here in waco yeah and another gentleman by the name of robert aguilar if you don't know who he is um he is a civil rights activist from like the 60s and the 70s oh, okay and he's like a very prominent figure yeah. so if you don't know who he is like look him up and you like he has a lot of history you know and though that generation it's a it's a last of a dying breed. Like we're sure. not going to get that generation again. We're not going to mm. get the mentality. We're not going to get um, the way they approach things, you yeah. know? And I think he's a, he, he's someone to, to, to research and just to get to know. So Definitely. they, they reached out to me and we, we revamped the university neighborhood association. Okay. So uh, in that, like where Burnett and Cleveland, yeah, where yeah. the old Baylor stadium's at. And there were just a lot of things that we wanted to do. And, um, and like we were, we're all for change, yeah, and we're all for growth in the city, mm-hmm. but not at the expense of people losing their homes. Yeah, sure, sure. Like we're, we're that's not what we're about. We want people to, we want to preserve the integrity of the okay. of the neighborhood. We want to, like it was us that made it beautiful. Yeah, it was us, poor Mexicans, so to speak, that mm-hmm. made it beautiful. Poor black people, even poor white people, that made yeah. all of this beautiful. It wasn't the outsiders. It wasn't what you oh, view on TV on the networks. Like yeah. we made it beautiful. We made it, we made it comfortable enough for for y'all to come and. Mm-hmm. and and take what we have and and we just like we don't want to take it back we want to preserve it we yeah want, for sure that's our culture that's where we come from yeah and that's what that's what that's what we wanted to do you do. feel like you're being pushed out a little bit uh no uh mm-hmm. with my situation i kind of had to take a stand back on it yeah so i had to i had to you know retreat a bit but it's still okay. going on they're still having meetings and they're still doing what they're going to do definitely gonna, we we um set up a mural uh to be painted on um the South Waco Center there. Who's painting it? Who's painting it? Uh, it'll be Scooby. Scooby. Shout out yeah, to Scooby. He was yeah. on this show. It'll be Scooby. When I yeah. had to walk out and shut shit down and he entertained the crowd for 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be Scooby. Yeah, I wanted, we, we, um, we wanted someone that was very um, involved in the in the community. Yes, so absolutely. Scooby. So when Armando came to me, I was like, well, I, I think I know somebody. I reached oh, out to Scooby. Good. And he's going to do it. Yeah. That's yeah. so awesome, bro. Yeah. And, and you know, we talk a little bit about that. I had mm-hmm. Tiffany Badania on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Who ran for the, for sure, yeah. the city council. Mm-hmm. And she only lost by, I think, by like nine votes or something yeah. like that. So y'all get up your ass, please, whenever the next election is and go vote for her. Before I yeah, smack, like, I'm gonna smack everybody. Like you, you want? You, <laughs> I am gonna smack everybody. All right. All right. You, Damn you, it! Like, <laughs> you want longevity in these people. For these, sure. these are the people that make things happen, right? Yes. Yes. Um. So someone like that, that's that's young and that's aspiring and is willing to do all the legwork, like and go out and walk and knock on these doors yeah, and definitely. talk to people. Like you have to appreciate that, right? Yes, definitely. Like Tiffany's a good. Uh, she's a well, she's a very, very kind person, and she just yes. wants the best. Shout outs to her. Yeah, Shout for out. sure, she, for she, sure. She works her ass off, unbeknownst to everything. She, she does, man. Yes. She does. Yeah. But you know, you're, okay. So you're also a Spanish teacher. Yeah. You're a soccer coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know, I'm sure being a teacher. How do you feel about being a teacher in 2023, 2024? 
Um, Do you think it's different than when we were growing up? Oh, for sure. The, the kids, right? The culture, the culture is yeah. different. The culture is very, very different. It's mm -hmm. not like it's not like us. Like they have a lot of resources at their in the palm of their hand. Right. And where we had to go to a library and look it up, where we just didn't have it, and we had to go without. Yeah. No, the culture is completely different. The mindset is completely different. That's not to say that, that it's that it's bad. Yeah. Because they're very, very smart kids. Okay. Like they're very, very intelligent. Yeah. Just the it's just it's just done in a different way in I a see. different manner we're mm -hmm. very hands-on because we had to be right they're more technology technologically savvy like all the answers are in the palm of their hands for sure for and sure. we did not have that you yeah, had to we walk didn't. your ass to the library mm -hmm. remember what was those things um where you had to look them up in the Dewey decimal system yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah so now yeah. they now they don't even know they don't even know what a dewey decimal system is no they don't they, they don't they don't know anything about that they can just go yeah. online look up the book that's on it. Amazon <coughs> and and or even find a PDF like yeah. that's that's it um but it's not a bad thing i think no. you, you, we just have to instill some of the like the, the like our values sure, sure. in them cuz we're more appreciative and and i want to ask you that too because you know i've had teachers on this show before and mm -hmm. i wonder if for somebody like you do you think that there's a lot of hindrance when it comes to um installing the values do that you want to the kids or is there anything that blocks you as a teacher Maybe um, within the school board or, or anything per se. No, I'm very okay. I'm very fortunate yeah. that and keep in mind I work for a private school. I work for a Catholic That's private right. school. Yes. Um, but I'm very fortunate that they're very understanding mm -hmm. and they they don't let me do whatever I want, but they trust me. Oh, I see. And I have a very good relationship with the kids. Like every kid yeah. in the high school I can name. You look like the cool teacher. Uh, you probably. look like the teacher where I can use my cell phone in class. <laughs> Sometimes they treat me like a student. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He looks like the teacher where I can make a call in class and you won't care. That I do care about because I can't get in trouble. Okay, but, okay. But I do let them. You look like I straight up be like, hold on, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get mad. Yeah. No, I get, no, I get mad when they answer the phone. I do I get you, mad. I'm you. like, nah, man, you can't you do can't that. You can't do that. Okay. Like, ask to go to the restroom. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, can, you can fight in class, but you cannot <laughs> yeah, make calls in class. Yeah. Yeah, you let them duke it out in class, too, though. <laughs> like, if they have it. Oh, no, but Stryker, they don't have no issues with each other. They pray. And then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just pray about it. Yeah, but speaking on that, though, because, okay, so you coach soccer, too, but it's at Riker, right? Yeah. Okay, so, you know, um, I've, I've been heavily involved in the soccer. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I sponsor the Soko Soccer Team's coach. Okay. And shout out to Coach Mara Maldonado. Yeah. And, and uh, I have seen, like, that world, that realm of soccer is, like, it's a whole different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that exist in Riker, too? Like, people don't know how to act and stuff like that and the parents and all that. And you got to. Is it for real? They don't get in prayer circles and pray about it? Like, man, they fight? Nah, man. Like, oh, nah. no. Yeah, tell me, please. I would love uh, to know your you experience got, as a coach. You got yes. parents yelling from the stands. You got... No. Yeah, yeah. Heck, yeah. <laughs> even, even at football games, really? basketball games. Yeah. Oh, basketball games mm -hmm. are very, very intense at Rikers. Is that right? Yeah, but... Yeah, so soccer just... um, Oh, yeah, you have those fans. You have yeah. those, 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 those people that have generations that have played soccer all their life. And For they're sure. very, very... Very, very, like, just aggressive. Like, you yeah. hear them from the stands yelling in Spanish. Nobody understands them. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only one. Like, I'm the only How one. How long have you defense. been coaching, baby? Um, Two full years. Okay. Yeah, two full years. So what are some of the tactics that you use as a coach to keep your team, you know, within, so, you know, uh, showing good sportsmanship and, you know, working together <laughs> as a unity and being humbled? Um, so keep in mind, like, mm. I never played soccer growing up. Right. I, I'm from the hood. Okay. Like we were basketball, football, <laughs> and I boxed my whole life. Oh, good. So soccer was something new. I knew how to condition. I knew the position, stuff like sure, that. Sure. So I, so it's it, one thing that I that I try to sort of uh, promote is like, look, I'm learning, you're learning, because I don't okay. have real soccer players. Yeah. Like I don't have the girls that play select or oh, I, I have see. one girl that plays club, yeah. and she's like got like 13 offers right now. Is she your secret weapon? 
in the games. Um, yeah, she's like a player coach, man. Yeah, like yeah. Annie Annie Texera, like she's like yeah. she's phenomenal, man. She's gonna be a great coach one day, and That's she's good. and um, so she helps a lot. But as far as like. Like the tactics that I use, like mm-hmm. no man left behind, and yeah. like you see a girl running coming coming across that finish line because when we run a mile, like if she's by herself, like go catch up to her. Oh cross really? That, cross, okay, cross, gotcha. cross that cross that finish line with yeah. her. Um, help each other out. Don't be mad. Like no one's better, no one's bigger than than the team. Yeah, you know, and that's why I really try to instill that. And, and at the same time, it's like I'm learning, you're learning. Yeah, because it is because I was, I inherited the the team from from Ronnie Duran. Like he planted mm-hmm. a very very healthy seed and right. and and if you don't know who Ronnie Duran is he's his family owns um Freddy's Glass. Oh, okay. So he's man so he 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 like, he kept that program alive yeah. and he did it for free. Oh okay. So so when I so when it was time for him to back to to step away like you know he talked to me and mm. and, and I took it over and, and and the athletic director at that time was Billy Overshone who yeah. and if you don't know who Billy Overshone is man he was a TCU running back I have to say I don't know any of the people that you're naming um, very good people man yeah, very no, good I'm people I'm sure they are I hope they know who I am and, <laughs> yeah. well, now, I don't know now okay. don't know. I hope they knew who I was beforehand baby okay otherwise I'm canceling <laughs> they, the show they did okay. no, no, <laughs> they did I'm, I'm 100% sure so man so they they trusted me and uh, yeah, yeah. They, they knew that I had a good relationship with the, with the kids Definitely. and the girls so mm-hmm. and that's how we came to be and now it's a the program's growing. It's got more attention. Yeah. Do you have any plans to maybe coach outside of the high school setting? Or? Uh, no, no? Um, okay. I, I don't. I don't have. It's I, tough. I, it, it, it's it's hard it's because yeah. you got you got to understand. Like sometimes we have uh, strength and conditioning at six, and then mm-hmm. we we don't finish practice at six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Then we don't finish practice till six o'clock at night. Oh, I see. and then and, and I'm there from six in the morning to six at night. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so it makes it hard. It's very draining for it's me. Draining, yeah. And there's a lot that goes behind it. I always tell people, you know, as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, your job is probably ninety percent administrative and ten percent coaching because mm. you have to plan, you have to coordinate, you have yeah. to make make sure you have teams, make sure you sure. have like this year. The biggest challenge was uniforms. Yeah, uniforms like you have to comply with a certain standard, and that was hard. Like, how do you get the money? Okay. Yeah, how do you how do you get the funds? Like, what? How do you? <laughs> yeah, believe me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love sponsoring. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, see, but you'd be hitting me with, with them prices sometimes. I'm like, oof. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 hey, yeah. that shit. We're they, gonna make it happen. That, Ask them if they take Klarna. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, shit, that shit is not cheap it's so not the equipment everything that they, and listen it's it's great right it's so yeah. awesome like i love the sport i'm not trying to go to all the games yeah but you know it, oh yeah it, it's, it's it's cold it's a great sport for i feel like people to learn because it's really like using your body it, it is and, and, <laughs> I, and, I, and yeah. I always tell the girls i'm like if y'all can be conditioned for soccer everything else will fall in line. Oh, oh absolutely like you'll be fine to play softball yes. baseball uh, or, no, oh yeah, even baseball, yeah. but like volleyball or even go back to basketball, like track, like you'll transition yeah. into track a lot smoother because they'll be conditioned. Sure. So no, wait. So then that that kind of there's like a nuance then, right? Because yeah. like so for, for sure. like the Soko soccer team, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm best friends with the coach, so he'll just say, okay, we need this for this, yeah. this for this, whatever, and then you know if I don't have it all, then we'll all work. We'll mm-hmm. work together to get it. Yeah. But, so what do you have to do then? I mean, because you can't just go ask Riker, like, hey, we need new uniforms. That's probably um, not in their budget, right? Or um, is so, it like that? So sometimes we do have a budget. This yeah. year was a little bit uh, different um, just because there was a lot of changes. But me and the boys head soccer coach, we kind of just figured it out. Yeah. And if I don't, if they don't have it, then in all honesty, like, man, I'll just come out of pocket. Okay. Like for the kids, I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. 
for the kids, I'll, I'll do it. I'll buy them lunch. I'll buy them whatever I need. Yeah. Yeah. For them, it's it's not a problem because. At first, my joke was um, it's for the children because I thought it was going to get me more publicity. Mm-hmm. But then it really became like heartwarming. <laughs> they start so, coming to you. So, no, because well, then the parents are like, you don't understand. How, like, I really at first did it for like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good publicity for me. And then it really ended up being like, okay, it's for my best friend. It's yeah. for the, ki- the parents appreciate it. The kids really appreciate it. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep doing well, it. Well, now you're vested, right? Now, now you're vested with like mm-hmm. now you're attached to it now you well i am the, re- the reward is there right it's very rewarding it's reward it's a rewarding feeling yeah. is yeah. what it is i mean do i i don't like i don't obviously i'm not gonna pay for it but yeah. it, it's cool to you, you put yourself in the perspective of like we grew up with nothing yes and then we're able to give back yes right uh-huh. and then you're able to like me personally i'm able to give back to somebody that uh, means a lot to me and yeah. this means a lot to them yes. and so it's just like oh this is really cool you know what i yeah. mean and then you know when the dad that the dads and the moms and the moms <laughs> come up to me and they're just like you don't understand how much we appreciate that i'm like no they no they do they do they do and they now do. i know why they do because <laughs> yeah. it costs yeah if they oh, don't yeah. If, if they don't have to come out of pocket then then they, they very much appreciate I love it. it i would n- i wouldn't trade it for anything but yeah. but for the but for the kids like i do it for the kids okay, gotcha. for the kids i do it for for mm-hmm. them it's um I don't know. I think but on a teacher salary, like, cause you guys are so underpaid. Like it's um, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I'll figure, yeah. I'll figure it out. Okay. Gotcha. I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. I just, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. I got other stuff that I do oh, sure. as well, but I- I'll figure it out. And it's mm-hmm. just, people think, Oh, it's a private school. Oh, the kids have mm-hmm. money, this and that, but right. I don't, they afford, but, yeah. but they don't, not all of them are financially or economically stable like that. They're, right. they're, they're, I'm not saying they're struggling to pay the tuition, but you know it's it's difficult. It's life, yeah. Yeah, life be life. It's it's yeah for sure. (laughs) It's a it's a bill, and you know I understand. So Mm -hmm. if I can make a an impact in some sort of way, Mm -hmm. then 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 let me do it. Like let me do it my way. That's great. Yeah, it's so great, and it's like you said too. It is a rewarding feeling. It is a rewarding. It it taught me how to be. Um, for lack of a better term, charitable. Yeah. Like for before sure. I was very selfish. Like, no way, yeah. this is all my fucking money. You can go. Yeah. Blah, blah. But now, now it's like, oh, I, I like doing this. Yeah. Like when he, like when, they, when I'm being asked, hey, can you buy yes. soccer balls, um, agility poles, whatever the fuck they're called. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Crying and shit. Yeah. I mean, no, <laughs> I'm not crying. I was going to wait. I was going to spend these $15 on some what's Chick-fil-A. Fi- what's fi- I was going to say, what's $15? Nothing. Not a damn yeah, thing. No, not for soccer. Nothing is no $15. No, that's, it's expensive. A soccer <laughs> yes. ball maybe on sale. <laughs> on sale. What? The soccer balls I buy because they want a certain brand be uh, at least $30 a piece. What do they play with? What brand? Um, the bat? The Wadens? Um, okay, Umbro. Oh, Umbro. Is this, and then I just learned what a futsal ball was. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he needed some futsal balls. So I think I bought like three or four of those. And uh, Sedona, I think, is the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, so we play with Baden, and those are like okay. $100 a ball. Oh, shit. Don't tell them that because then they're going to want the $100 <laughs> balls. <laughs> Don't cut that part out. No, I'm kidding. No, cut it out. <laughs> hey, there you go, Andrew. Okay, there shit. You, you fucked it up for me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You got it. But, but that's where, you know, Klarna is awesome. Okay, so anyway, um, you know, um, I. I we're gonna take a, a quick break, baby. And, mm-hmm. But you know, before we do so, um, and I, I, I wanted to make sure it was okay for you to talk about this. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, you, you are currently living with cancer. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and again, big shout out to you and prayers every day for you because you. I, I'm sure that that's not easy to deal with. But um, yeah. I definitely want to 
um, kind of dive into how you live every day with mm. that. And um, so when we come back, we're going to learn more about Baby and his life um, living with cancer at the moment and um, how he's pushing through it and how he stays positive and with a great smile on his face. So <laughs> make sure you guys <laughs> stay you. tuned and we'll be right back here on The Public Affair. All right. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this exciting and um, heartfelt episode of The Public Affair. My very special guest, just Baby. His name is Baby. <laughs> now, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by Bandas Hauling Service with Julian and Abanda. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they're going to haul it away. That's right. They're also doing junk removals and tree bus removals and hauling cars in and out of town. Also offering now some uh, roll off dumpster services. You know, when you have those big parties and mm. everybody leaves trash all over the floor, whatever the case is, just run a dumpster from them and they'll take care of it for you. He'll haul that away too isn't it convenient listen very, i always say bondas so. hauling service is one of those businesses that you have to have their number saved in your phone because in case of a sticky situation you know that's a I mean? good business to have Amazing that's smart business. that's 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 very smart business can't take, oh. can't take nothing away from him he's the best yes yeah, so julian and anna banda thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair of course the strike a post photography with myra rosales she's a digital photo booth business perfect for parties private events corporate events and so much more it's fun it's convenient and it's super easy don't let your party go to waste by not making memories with strike a post photo booth Call the number on the screen to book and follow on Facebook at Strike a Post Photo Booth. To Myra Rosales, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, to Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez, located at 3304 Franklin Avenue. They offer team, small group, and individual skills training. Also, elite skills training to make your kids superb star athletes with one-on-one -on -one training sessions with professionals like George DeLeon. The Public Affair is also a very proud sponsor of the Soko Soccer teams, coached by my very good friend, my bro, Coach Mauro Maldonado. Continue to do great things, brother. I'm always rooting for you. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to support your teams to Soko Soccer Academy. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. All right, guys, we're going to get right back into it. My very, very special guest, Octaviano Estrada Jr., a.k.a. Baby. <coughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry. Right. It, was, it was that water I had before. You got, you got something in your throat? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's because I took a bathroom break. <laughs> I don't know what you did in those five minutes. I, well, Shut up. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to be gay on the show. Anyway. <laughs> no, you know what? So before the break, um, we had just let the, the listeners know that you are currently living uh, with cancer. Yeah. Okay. So um, what, what kind of cancer do you have at the moment? Um, so right now, um, a few Fridays ago, I was just mm -hmm. diagnosed with uh, kidney cancer. So I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, that's fine. It's, it's not your fault. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you say to people? Is that... I don't know what to say. I mean, what, uh, yeah, what can yeah. I what say? Can like, say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, okay. what can they say too? For sure. Um, kidney cancers. Yeah, so I have okay. cancer in both of my kidneys right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I also, um, there's more. Uh, there's. I'm also having issues with my with my liver as uh, well, where the it's not functioning um, to to its max potential. Okay. And on top of that. Um, there's also issue with my bone marrow not producing enough platelets. So if you know mm -hmm. anything about bone marrows or yes. or platelet counts, then um, it's sort of like um, it's sort of like a, an early sign of a possible leukemia diagnosis, maybe oh, wow. in the near future. Yeah, because there's no like, what's my body fighting? Right, platelet sure. counts, defenses, white blood cell counts, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like, what's my body fighting? They don't know at the moment, so it's right. So right now the 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 priority is the the cancer in the kidneys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but beforehand, mm -hmm. um, did you have cancer prior to that? Or this yeah. Is, okay. Yeah, I had. So when I was fifteen, I was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh wow. So I was stage four. So if you don't know what stage four mm -hmm. is, 
that's when they put you in a hospice and they pretty much say, man, we let's, see, let's, let's just wait. Oh, wow. That, that's okay. that's what stage four is. And I had a tumor attached to my heart. Wow. That's okay. when I was 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, then that goes away. So I was in treatment for about two years. Yeah. Um, went to Houston. I moved to Houston. So um, like even though I graduated from university, I was sure. still – uh, I was still out out for about two years, so yeah, I, was, yeah. I was I was sent to a to like a private school in Houston for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I was homeschooled, mm-hmm. um, and then I was there for for two years under treatment. Um, I came back, and even though it gave me twenty plus years of my life, yeah, um, they don't know what to attribute this diagnosis with. So right. in April of twenty twenty three this year, um, I was ha- having just a pain in my in my stomach. I mm-hmm. thought it was from drinking soda. I was yeah. I thought I had gotten bloated from drinking a soda, and that's what sure. I attributed it to, but. Um, so that was on a Wednesday, yeah, a Tuesday or Wednesday. And then the, that Sunday going into Monday, Monday night, like, um, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I have a high pain tolerance, so yeah. I can, so I can take it. I can walk it off for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But then at that point I just couldn't. So couldn't. Um, okay. I drove myself to the hospital Oh wow! and, uh, called my dad. He called, he called my family. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, at first what they thought was just a ruptured appendix. Okay. Took an X-ray. They're like, "No, it's not a ruptured appendix. It's a, it's a sack full of um, l- fluid from the from the ruptured appendix." Sure. So they were just gonna drain it. Like, we'll drain it. Yeah. You'll be out for a few days, and then, um, we'll have you come back, and then we'll check it. Yeah, definitely. Well, so when they went in to drain it, they they sedated me. They went in to drain it, and I, for some reason, I woke up, and I just heard them say, "Hey, it's not draining. It's not draining. It's not a it's not a sack of fluid. Yeah, oh it's a mass." God. Yeah. Um, as soon as they said mass, I knew in my head, I, I was like, oh, okay, it's a tumor. Yeah. So I woke up, I was like, well, hey, because they were going to just rush me to the emergency table. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, well, let, hey, let me talk to my family real quick. Yeah, yeah. So they were okay. They let me um, sort of recover a bit. I spoke to my family, then I, I went in. And so what, what was what was done was three surgeries. Mm-hmm. So one, they took it. They took what the, so it was a huge tumor. It's like a cantaloupe-sized tumor. Wow, okay. And uh, the tumor was um, attached to my my bladder, my colon, and my appendix. Mm-hmm. So they took out from the appendix, stopped, waited a little bit, and yeah. they went in, took out from the colon. Yeah. Waited a little bit, they went in, took out what, whatever was in the bladder, and the, and they put a stent in me in my mm-hmm. urethra. So yeah. essentially, what I had was was three surgeries in one. Wow. At at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how? I mean, so so you you were first diagnosed with the lymphoma yeah. when you were 15. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then a couple years passed and now you're kind of like in the clear. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now it's resurf not the lymphoma but a different cancer. They they resurfaced. don't they yeah. because everything was done on an emergency basis. Yeah. They don't know what to attribute it to. They don't know mm-hmm. what was the cause of it. I got you. They don't know if it was something that was just underlined yeah. there and just hidden, suppressed somewhere. They they, they don't know because again, you. everything was just done on an emergency basis. Yeah. They don't know the tumor growth rate. They don't mm-hmm. know the age of the tumor, they don't know things like that again because everything was done on an emergency basis. Right, right. And um, li- life happens, right? It, it, that's just something that happens, and you just have to learn to 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 deal with it and adapt to it. How old are you right now? I'm 39. I turned 39 yeah. in October. So I mean, you're close. I'm 32. Yeah. And so um, then, just a few Fridays ago, I mean, <clears throat> what what goes in your mind? What goes on in your mind once they tell you this? I mean, how do you um, how do you react to something like that? I take it very well. I think just really? having dealt with death at such an early age mm-hmm. or either just a death scare, mm-hmm. you sort of, um, you don't have this immunity to it, but it's it's like, oh, it's nothing new. Oh, here we go again. Oh, wow. So that's that's how you sort, 
sort of go about it. And like I was just talking to my cousin Jorge mm-hmm. um, the other day, and you know I was just explaining to him everything, and he's, and I said, you know what though, man, I said. So this goes along with with your question, sure, sure, right? Sure. So it's so, I said, you know what though, like, I'm gonna remain positive and I'm gonna remain happy. One thing that no one or, or nothing or nothing is yeah. gonna take away is going to be my joy. Mm-hmm. Like God forbid something happens to me in the near future, but you know the inevitable is the inevitable. Like mm-hmm. we're all we we all come and we all go, but at least people are gonna remember. Hey, he was always smiling. He was always joyful. Okay. He was always happy. Sure. Like that's one thing that no one. Or nothing is gonna take away is my joy. Yeah, like um, I know where I'm at. I know the consequences. I know the repercussions, and I know the inevitable is 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 gonna come one day. Mm-hmm. But at least my joy will remain, not just within me, but in others. Are some days harder than others to tell yourself yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because because people don't see right. Perception is very deceiving. Like yeah, sure. I, I I look okay, I right. look okay, I look fine, I look healthy. Okay, that's one part of it. That's that's fine. But internally, there's things that are out of my control that I don't have a say in. Okay. Like, it's not that I can take, I can't take a medicine. I can't take a pill right. to make me feel better. I can't take a, uh, I don't have a prescription to make me have more energy. Sure. Like, that's just something that it's either going to come over time or I'm never going to get back or I just have to work at. Mm-hmm. And I do and I try, but like, I, my body isn't the same. My body doesn't work the same. I wake up and it's very, very hard yeah. certain days. Yeah. Like, my body is. Without doing anything, I wake up and it, my body's pretty sore. It's really hard when it's wow. cold outside yeah. and the and the wind hits my chest. Like I have to go inside re- real quickly, um, and um, I have to watch when I go out in crowds. So on top of the cancer, they mm-hmm. also diagnosed me with um, with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I have what what they call heart palpitations. Yes. So when I have those, it's just my heart racing, right? Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. And I have to sit down, have to calm down it. And once that's over with, like I'm out, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm drained, I'm sleepy. And like my kids, my students, they don't see that. Mm-hmm. They just see, oh, Mr. Estrada is just, he's just, he's normal. Mm-hmm. But when I get home, then that's the reality. That's when reality hits. Yeah. That's when, that's when I have to gather myself and, and, and recover and just sort of figure things out. And mm-hmm. cause because it, it's really hard right now that I'm off for the Christmas break. I'm taking two, three naps out of the day. Wow, really? Doing nothing. <clears throat> like I don't, and I don't have trouble sleeping at night. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's the things that people don't see. Right. And even though like my, my cousin's birthday uh, just passed, and I'm I'm with my cousins, and I'm and we're doing stuff. Um, it's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing it because I know that there's gonna come a point in time where I'm not going to be able to do those things. Right. Like I'm gonna have to sort of not isolate myself, but quarantine myself okay and um i just have to be very very uh careful once that point in time comes because i am going to have surgery on my kidneys okay i'm going to have surgery on one of my kidneys to remove whatever cancer they can and then they're also going to extract you know remove part of my kidney right so that's a very big deal because that's a vital organ sure yes and again people won't see that because um they're not going to be with me every day like i don't know how my body's going to react I don't know how the recovery process is going to be. Right. Like, we don't know that until it actually happens. And you're living by yourself right now. Too, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My family comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like they're, they're very, they're very supportive. Uh, my friends, um, even my students, like their families, they've been, they've been, uh, man, they've been wonderful. The teachers, mm-hmm. uh, uh, everyone, like the, the, the darlings, the fusiliers, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Morales at school. 
the Texeras, like those families have been like very, very wonderful to me. Sure, sure. And um, and you, you know, um, baby, while you you take this approach, which I think is very commendable, because mm -hmm. I don't know that I, I, I you you take this positive approach in life yeah. every day when you wake up, right? And you just kind of you know living with this nor with this what is now normalcy. To yeah. You. Um, what about the people around you and how it affects them? Does that does that kind of detriment what you're trying to do sometimes it, it, it does because sometimes yeah. they take it they take it harder than i take it right and i, and I have to remind them y'all can't take it worse than i take it mm -hmm. like y'all i i will be strong for them but it's hard right to be strong for them when like i need them to be strong for me sure right it's like a sure. domino effect you're strong for me i'll be strong for myself right so it does affect them because and i remember one of my students her name uh her name is brinley mm-hmm uh, she came to visit me in the hospital when she came in and she came in with some other friends yeah she looked at me i said Miha, why are you crying she said because we're so used to you being there for us and now we have to be there for you mm -hmm. so now it's the reverse right yeah. now it's the now it's the people are having to to ask me like hey what do you need like right. how, how are you feeling and, it, and it, it's a little it's a little different but i mean that's what happens that's what that's what and unfortunately for us in, in life that's what happens right yeah, we yeah. come and we go and Sometimes we're not at our best and we just need people there to help us. And yeah, but um, you just have to be strong. Yeah. I, well, you know, and it, you make it sound easier said than done. I mean, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, like, so with the unknown around you, though, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like anything can happen yeah. between now and the surgery. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, again, it, it bears the question, like I asked earlier, I mean, to anybody that's going through it now, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? That might be watching this program. How do you encourage them to to just remain positive through all of it? You lead with faith. Okay. You lead with faith. You lead with faith. You start with faith and the rest will follow. Sure. Like you will, you will be strong. You will be hopeful. You will be positive, And those around you will too. You lead, you lead with faith. You must lead with faith. That's what I tell people. And, but me going through it at such a young age, my, my mother passing away from cancer. Right as well having it twice also right. in such a short period of time, uh, your perception of death changes, mm. right? Your approach to death changes. It doesn't become something that you're scared of. It's something that you prepare yourself for because that's the inevitable. That's right, what, right. that's what we're here for. Um, and as long as you have faith, like you're, 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 you're going to be okay. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to tell people like it's going to be okay. Cause that's what you hear all the time, right? right. Hey, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you get tired of hearing it, Sure. but I can't tell people how to, how to approach life or how to live life. Like you have to figure that out on your own. Right. Um, I just so happen to have gone through these experiences at such a young age where my perception of things change and my approach to things change. Mm -hmm. This gave me 20 plus years of my life. And now maybe I'm experiencing the side effects from all the medication. I don't know. Right. But in the end, again, no one's going to take my joy. Like, I'm going to sure. be with my cousins. I'm going to be with my students. I'm yeah. going to be with my family. And I'm going to do what I want in a safe manner. Absolutely. And, um, like, you know, I got friends um, um, that really are very supportive. Like, they'll text me, hey, how you feeling? Hey, mm -hmm. let, let me get you out of the house. Yeah. Because um, they, they know. They know I go home and I just, I, I go I go from work to, to, to the house. Yes. Like, they know that. And, um, and sometimes they just want to get me out of the house. Yeah. And. Sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes I don't have the energy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, some days are harder than others. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm very, very grateful that I've had those friends that are very, very attentive to me. That's good. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. It, it makes you realize who's there for you when the times are tough for sure even yeah. even a small thing like just a text even if it takes yeah. me a day to, to re, uh respond to respond yeah. to reply they're still there i know they're there do you ever like you know because you don't strike me as the type of person and a lot of people there's a there's a um like a nuance like they think that you only get cancer when you make poor decisions in mm -hmm. life or, you know, it's attributed to smoking a lot yeah. or drinking heavily. And you didn't strike me as that type of person. Do no. you ever question why this happened to you? Um, no, I, I, like one day someone asked me and this goes to answer your question. Yeah, sure. Like, what do you pray for? Mm -hmm. You pray for a miracle. I'm like, yeah, I pray for a miracle. Like, well, what kind of miracle? I'm like, it's not the miracle y'all think. Like, okay. I'm not asking for God to come down and say, boom, you're, you're cured. Okay. My miracle will be let this impact others in a positive way. Sure. Let this let 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 this bring hope to others. Like, I don't want to be selfish. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if this is if it if my time has come, then then so be it. Like, right. I've made my peace. I'm, I'm fine with that. And that's what I tell my family, too. But I pray for a miracle that's going to be impactful to others and for others to have knowledge and for others to have the wisdom. Mm -hmm. And, and the strength to deal with things like this. And if I'm that, if I'm that person, then use me. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. You really, you really like set the, the tone for just like how much we maybe don't appreciate yeah. life for now. I mean, mm -hmm. I, we, we all go through these things and we think that, oh, this is so shitty. And we, we really don't realize how short life is. You it know is. What I mean? It yeah. is. It is. And, and you know, what you're going through mm -hmm. bro it's got to be i don't know how i would be able to wake up every day do you know what i mean yeah and, and be like you yeah. you know what i mean and so i mean it just hats off to you like so going forward i mean we do have scheduled mm -hmm. surgeries yeah okay and so do you think that this will be um this will kind of lead more in a in a positive direction in terms of like not a cure but maybe getting better or is it just kind of up in the air at the moment i don't i i don't know i don't know i like I don't know how to answer. Is it going to be positive? Because mm. I don't. I think positivity can be taken in different ways. Like mm -hmm. it'll be maybe it'll be positive for someone else and not me, mm. right? Okay. Maybe it'll affect me in a in a worse way yeah. than it will someone else seeing and saying, "Oh, well, let me take better care of myself. Sure, sure. Let me stop doing this." Yeah. Do you do you still plan for the future? Like, do you do you want? A family and, um, and kids and stuff or yeah i do yeah. i do i don't that that doesn't that that doesn't stop my thinking process and, okay. and stuff like that but yeah. but i do have to i do have to focus on the the now, the now. in okay. order to have a to, to have that future sure sure right like now i'm here well if i want if i want to be there then how do i how do i take those steps how do i get sure, there sure so it's not necessarily that you're living life every day like it's your last mm -hmm. you're, you're still yeah in a way, yeah. in a way I am, but in okay. a way I'm not. Like I, sure. it's not gonna, it's not gonna hinder. It's not gonna hinder me living every day. It's not gonna hinder my process. It's not gonna hinder me moving forward. It's right, not. Right. It's. It's not going to slow me down. Maybe it will physically sure. so, at one point, but right now I'm not. Again, I just want to. I just want to be happy. Yeah, for sure. That, that's it. I, I just want to be happy, and well, and it goes to show that you control your happiness. For sure, you, for sure, as for an sure. And this goes for everybody. You for know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah. like this, this disease, yeah, didn't break you. Mm -hmm. You know and, what I mean? And it's, it didn't, and it's not like it's right. not. This is this is a part of my life now. Mm -hmm. It's I'm not gonna die from this. I'm gonna live with it. Okay. And okay, that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah. I am gonna live with this, and I'm gonna live every day as if it doesn't affect me. Mm. Um. Because like, 
I, 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 I appreciate my life. I try to wake up every day with a smile on my face. Yeah. Man, I know, I know I like, I like nice things, nice shoes, sure, nice sure. clothes and stuff like that. That doesn't mean I don't appreciate my life, mm-hmm. but it means that I do appreciate my life because while I, I'm here, like I can't take none of this with me. Gotcha. And I'm and and if anybody tells me different, well, look, I'm there. I'm almost there. Yeah. Like I'm closer to to the inevitable than you are. Right. So my perception has changed. My my approach to things have changed, and the way right. I think about it has changed. And I mean, it's it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, but it's not impossible. Gotcha. It's not impossible. Everything has a solution. Yeah, definitely. Well, sheesh, man. I mean, listen. I all I can do now is I pray for you yeah you know what i mean and i I think it's so commendable that you came on the show to talk about that yeah um and i'm praying that everything goes good for you do you know what i mean thank you you know what i really like too and i hope that when we when we watch this episode back and you know it'll live forever right and Mm -hmm. so for sure uh, yeah. yeah and and we just like really watch you stay so positive through this really tough mm-hmm. time in your life and other people will be inspired to do so as well no matter what they're going through whether they have yeah. cancer whether it's a financial issue you know what i mean yeah. just stuff like that so I, I think that you man you know we talked earlier about how you wanted to see change in your community and, yeah. and represent something positive i think that you do that now i hope so i yeah. hope so i hope so i'm not I, i'd rather let others judge me Mm-hmm. or make that call i don't want to say say it myself i think that's very selfish but i yeah. think if others can say it then i think the facts lie and and i just want to make an impact on my community i don't want to be in the spotlight i don't want to yeah. be i don't want to be famous i don't want to be sure. a, a cajillionaire i want to just make that impact and sit back and work behind the scenes and make stuff happen that's for that's sure. what i want i don't care to to for people to know who i am know sure. my name i don't i don't care for that i just want to see the changes i want to see the positive changes in yeah it. man you know, when it comes to the to the whole cancer thing, like, man, people just take care of yourself. Get genet- genetic testing. Genetic testing is the one thing I, I would promote. Genetic mm-hmm. testing. Okay. Like that would be the one thing to go and, and get tested for mm. because that will tell you a lot. It will tell you what you're prone to with the possibilities. Yeah. And that is that is a test that man, that 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 works wonders. And yeah, uh, I, I really do encourage people to do that got you and you know a lot of us don't go get checked out either. no like, yeah. no people so, are scared yeah i, I tell you what yeah. i'm one of those people i do not go get checked and maybe i should and, Pe- people are scared a blood yeah. test will cost you like 100 bucks right right but it, it's It'll and, be the and, and it, yeah and yeah. everyone has cancer cells yeah sure everyone has cancer cells but once that abnormality begins to happen mm-hmm. um you won't know unless you go get your blood checked right and, right and and there's a lot of things you can do i don't think people need to be scared Mm-hmm. Just be better prepared, and especially in this day and age where insurance right. is so high, like man, like <laughs> just go get checked. Yeah, just, for sure. Just take care of yourself. Eat better. <clears throat> eat better. I'm grateful that my mom ate really healthy. She yeah. was diabetic her whole life. Yeah, and she just instilled that in me. Like I eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah. Um, I don't. I know how to cook the food she cooks with little to to no grease, and it's very tasteful, very flavorful. Yeah. So um, I was very grateful that she that she that's she good. instilled all that in me, that's and good. that's sort of just how the approach. Cause, yeah, man. Because she could do it, man. Like, <laughs> and my mom was a tough woman. Yeah, definitely. And, and it, it's a beautiful thing when you witness strength like that mm-hmm. for so many years, and then you realize, like, wow, she instilled this in me. Yeah. Without saying, "Here you go, here's your strength." Right, no, right. she did it. It just kind of adapted to you. Mm-hmm yeah sheesh man well look bro uh unfortunately we are running out of time um is there anything that you can leave us with with what you're going through or what's um, to happen in the future with you and and you know any any messages or that you want to give to anybody or anything like that any shout outs um 
y'all got any soccer teams that need sponsorship? Just holler at Andrew. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> Softball, basketball. How you gonna do that? Don't, Softball, don't you... <laughs> basketball. Y'all holler at Andrew. I have cool. enough money to sponsor one team right now. I yeah. told you, so good soccer team. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, no man, um, you I'm play, just. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you you fucked up. <laughs> y'all give him a call. Like, okay, trust anyway, me. I saw that black card somewhere. What black card? You better yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, no man. Um, so shout out just my my Sanchez family, Jorge Sanchez. He owns uh, Brazos Air Conditioning. Man, they've been Israel Sanchez. You had him on here. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, my cousin Jose Luis Sanchez, R- Ricky Sanchez, David Sanchez. Man, yeah. just the whole Sanchez Cordero family. My my Banyas family. Um, you know my dad, my sister, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just everybody that's been there for me. Everyone at at Bishop Lewis Riker, the whole community. Um, um, Orlando Locke at uh at off the top man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Ordonez, you've had him on Love there. Matt. Uh, twin, everyone that look at me now, just, yeah. um, just everyone that's been there for me, all the families at Riker, and and just, uh, if there's one thing to leave people with, mm-hmm. is that you define your happiness, you define your success, sure. and uh, no one will take away that. You, you you you, no one will take away your joy. Right. And life is very very short. When you look back at your ten year reunions, your twenty year reunions, those things fly by. When you look at your kids and they've grown so quickly, right? Like time flies by. And sure, man. Um, just take care of yourselves. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any wise words or words of wisdom other than just lead with faith and everything else will follow. Well, I love it. Well, thank you again so much. No, thank you for having me, man. No, I appreciate it, it. It's such an honor that you came on, especially to talk about something so so sensitive. Yeah. So I really do appreciate and commend your bravery in thank doing you. so. And thank you for doing so on this platform as thank well. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, of course. Well, um, you guys, that's all we have time for for this episode. Thank you again so much for tuning in to, to Baby. Thank you again. <laughs> um, you know, he's the one that you can hit up for the sponsors. <laughs> Not at all. I'm okay. A, I'm, on a, I'm on a teacher salary. Okay. <laughs> um, you guys, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Ramina. Network. Thank you guys again so much. Before we go, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by Brothers Roofing and Remodeling with Jesus Sanchez, all the way from Mart, Texas, a small construction business specializing in general roofing needs. So much more, including renovations as well. Protect your home from the crazy elements of the Texas weather with his high quality and affordable work. And follow on Facebook and call the number on the screen to book right now. And he has amazing finance options because sometimes those jobs get a little bit expensive. Maybe. And if you just hit him up with the financing options, he's got you, right? To Brothers Roofing and Remodeling, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the J Pedal and Poke with Junior. Point says Thomas Roberts and their entire family providing delicious, savory Japanese crepes and poke bowls. And they also have handcrafted Thai rolled ice cream for dessert. You can choose from a menu item or just be like me because I like to just create my own bowl because mm. I like to be in control of it. Oh, J Pedal? Yeah, Oh, J-Pedal. man. That's Isn't awesome. J Pedal great? Man, yeah, oh, that's that, awesome. It's giving lunch right now. Awesome. It is. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Locations on University Parks Drive and Hewitt Drive. And you can order on their app as well. They have an app. Yeah, now. they do have an app. Yeah. Oh, I, I do it all the time. I do too. It's, yeah. a, it's, like, it's like shopping on Amazon. I love yes. it. So much. J Pedal and Poke, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the Public Affair, of course, to Elite Barbershop with my boy. Sid Rodriguez, located on Hewitt Drive. You can call the number on the screen to book or download the Squire app. Walk-ins are welcome as well. He has Marcus Grill, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Clint Fletcher, Isai Reyes, and San Ceballos over there making you look as snack as I have for more than 181 or two episodes of the Public Affair to Elite Barbershop. Thank you so much for, for sponsoring your long-term support, bro. I truly appreciate you. And of course, to Jeffrey Monreal with Boyo Box and Audio, home for all your LED needs and audio accessories, installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and pretty much everything. Thing, all right, he put the starlights in my car. The tint job looks amazing. He's your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. To Jeffrey Monreal, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. To all of you guys, thank you again. I truly, truly appreciate it. We're getting ready to record another episode. I've got my next guest waiting outside. To baby, thank you again. No, thank no, you, thank man. Thank you I so much it. for coming on. I really do appreciate it. And anything you need, you hit me up too. 
Okay. Yeah. Hit yeah. me up. I got you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Sponsorship. Y'all heard of Okay. So anyway, got all that money. Tenant, tenant his windows all dark you and stuff. Why, why you do that for? Don't worry about him because I'd be in South Waco a lot. <laughs> and don't forget, baby, on that note, to always keep it between us. <laughs>